Welcome to the Empowering the Light podcast. Woot woot! I'm Lily Augustine, light worker, womb wisdom guide, and artist, and this podcast is all things love and light, empowering true autonomy and inspiring along the way. I cannot wait for you to dive into this next episode, and I honor the light that you are spreading in this world. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you so much for being here today. We have such a special and beautiful guest with us today, Hannah Siddiqui, and she is a 21-year-old writer, photographer, and motivational speaker from the sunny San Francisco Bay Area. Her purpose in life is to help people create and find their inner light through utilizing the tools of manifestation, positive affirmations, and astrology. On her social media platform, she coins affirmations, horoscopes, and real-life talks daily, inspiring thousands of people to turn inwards and begin to recognize their own power. As one fan notes, Hannah has cultivated a welcoming and inclusive community and has helped people everywhere find their voice and confidence within themselves. Hannah, thank you so much for being here today with us. Oh my goodness, thank you so much for having me. This is such an honor and I am so, so excited. Thank you. I was just telling her before we started recording, I got into, one of the ways I got into meditation was from watching Hannah's Instagram and watching all of her stories about meditation. And I remember messaging her early on in my own journey and asking her like, where did she get certified? I didn't even know how to navigate this new territory. So thank you, Hannah, for being so open on your social media and so welcoming. And that was like a very pivotal point in my own meditation experience. And now I'm a meditation teacher, and thank you so much for having that conversation with me at the beginning to help me along that journey. Oh my god, that is like the best thing ever. That is exactly why I do this work, and I'm so excited for you and that you are a teacher and that you are now going on your own journey with this work. I think it's just the most incredible thing, and I'm super proud of you. Thank you. Thank you so much. So I, I would love to know more about your story and your journey, and I'm sure our listeners would love to know how you got into everything that you do. Yeah, so my journey has not followed a linear path. And as someone who has been super type A, has dealt with OCD, everything under the sun, um, it's definitely been a wild ride, but I couldn't be more grateful for where the journey's gone. So when I was in high school, I was training to be a professional ballerina. And I thought that this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to be a dancer. And then my junior year of high school, I had a bad injury and a change of heart and realized I don't want a career that's done by 25. I love this art, but I'm not willing to starve for it. Okay, I need to um, just make a change. And so it was there that I really dove more into my writing. And I'd always written stories since I was probably about 12 years old and wrote compulsively. And this was a period of time where I was like, I can use this time to focus more on putting energy into my writing. And so I did. And I ended up writing a few books. And from there, I was like, I want to be a writer. And I should say that those books aren't out. They're just on my computer. Um, I haven't really done anything with them yet, but that's okay. Um, and so from there, I decided to pursue my writing more. And from writing, oddly enough, um, I started putting myself out there on Instagram. I had a family member years ago tell me like, oh, Hannah, there's this girl and she writes about her life and she takes photos of herself and she makes a living doing it. You could be really good at this and do it. And I was like, that sounds really cool, but I don't know if I could ever do that. I don't know if people would want to follow me. So this was around probably the time I was like, 15, 16, I decided, you know what, I'm just going to go for it. And I turned my personal Instagram with like 50 followers public and started posting photos of myself every day. And every day I would post photos of myself and I'd write a little bit about my day and truthful things. And I was like, if one person reads my writing, that would be the best thing in the world. I just need like one person who's like truly invested in my work. And from there it's crazy it just started to grow and grow faster than I could imagine and it really became this huge blessing and this huge passion of mine so then through that I ended up um, getting scouted to do professional modeling which was something I'd always wanted to try but I'm very short so I never thought I could do it so long story short did that for a few years and then ended up doing photography through that um, and I did that for three years, did it full-time for two, and then just earlier this year, February 2020, 
I closed my books. And that was kind of a big pivotal point for me. It was something that I had thought about doing for a while, but realized it was time to move on. And in that, I knew that I really wanted to shift my focus back to writing and shift my focus back to my true purpose, which I felt was sharing spiritual work and writing and speaking about all of this. In the midst of all of this, I had given a TED Talk in 2017, and that was kind of what sparked my true love and passion for um, public speaking. And now I host workshops and give lectures all over California, mainly in San Francisco and Los Angeles. Um, and yeah, and then through sharing the spiritual work, I had the opportunity to start teaching meditation in San Francisco. I'm now a certified teacher in both meditation and breath work and host classes both online and in person. And that is kind of like the whirlwind story, way that my story has become what it is today. <laughs> I love that so much. I feel like I completely resonated with that. I have a very similar non-linear story that started off being a dancer. And as soon as you said that, I hadn't known that about your story, that that was kind of like a turning point for you. I was also a ballet dancer and, um, and I like moved away from home to pursue that in Pittsburgh. And the same thing happened. I got injured. I realized that the ballet world was a little bit more toxic than I had originally thought that it was in terms of body image. And I didn't feel like I could really express myself. I felt like I had to fit into a box. And I also ended up shifting, but instead of to writing, I shifted to visual art. So it's so, I like loved listening to that. I was like, oh yes, I get that. <laughs> I know what she's talking about. That sounds so cool. I love that. I love that that was such a beautiful, path and I think that it's so great like for everyone listening to know that you don't need to have a linear path to find your purpose like I think very rarely does that actual actually happen a lot of times we're finding our way and we're curving and it's all part of the journey and it's all meant to happen and all of our experiences in the past are really leading us to where we are right now so that was so beautiful hearing how that has happened for you too Thank you. And it is so true. And I've realized too in this journey that when I've had specific ways that I wanted things to happen in my life and when I had planned it down, like this is going to happen this point, I always ended up disappointed. But instead, when I allowed myself to just surrender to following my intuition and saying yes when doors open and following whatever happens and just letting life unfold for me, I think that's when I found the most peace and the most happiness in the journey because it's not about hitting certain check marks or um, accomplishing things like when you think you need to do it it's just about having fun and letting life happen for you oh that's such a beautiful way to put it and such a yeah that was that was so beautifully put um for, and I know for a lot of people, people really struggle with this idea um, of flowing and like flowing with the universe and just letting things happen as they're meant to happen and taking those yeses. Um, do you have any advice for anyone listening who might be feel kind of stuck in that I need to plan everything out or um, yeah, like any advice that you might have for taking that path or taking that like that flow instead of that structure? The tough love answer is get out of your own way. And the more, I guess, nurturing, loving answer is make peace with your need to control and your need to plan. So I would consider myself a very type A perfectionist type of person. And I still love to plan things, but I've realized that there's ways for me to plan things in a way that still allows me to flow with my intuition. So I think that means allowing myself the space and the flexibility to really feel into what I'm feeling and act upon that. So for example, I could start my, say, week out by planning everything in my calendar, and I still do. But if something comes up and I'm just not feeling it, or I feel like my time is better spent somewhere else, I'll allow myself to shift and move things around in order to flow with that. And you can start that way by just allowing yourself to feel into a situation and say, is this what I want right now? Yes or no. And based on that answer, then making the decisions that you need or that you need to. And I've realized too that like, there's a lot of fear around this, specifically when it comes to other people involved. You don't want to disappoint other people and you don't want other people 
to be upset. But when you have people that really love you in your life, they will understand and they will adapt their own energy to match yours. And so when you can just kind of let go and breathe and surrender to it all, control what you can, which is your emotions, how you react to things, and whether or not you choose to feel into how you're feeling, then just let all the rest go and the rest will start to work itself out. But I think it just takes time and it takes dedication and it takes the like deliberate consciousness of saying, no, I am going to do what I want to do and what feels right to me. And everything else is just going to fall into place, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I feel like that's so empowering too, to be able to tap into that and be like, you know, this is what I really need and be able to take those steps for what you need, not just what maybe you created at the beginning or not just what someone else wants you to do, but really flowing with what you need. Because at the end of the day, that's like, we're all living in our bodies and we're all living in our own lives. So if we can't say that yes to ourselves, then we can't truly like feel autonomous in our life and in our decisions and what we're doing. I love that. And I feel like that's so timely right now too. Like everything you just said with like everything going on with COVID-19, I feel like this idea of we have to surrender a little bit of our like structure and control and allow us our life to kind of flow a bit more. I think that that's so timely with everything that's happening now. It's kind of our current situation is forcing us into that um, structure of life, which is really beautiful and really necessary. Well, it's like this whole COVID-19 situation is asking us to shift the way that we're doing things and shift the way that we perceive things. So it's making us tap in and listen and it's making us learn to be okay with the uncomfortable and the unknown and I think that there's a certain beauty in that and that doesn't mean that you can't be frustrated or upset because it's totally normal to feel that and I certainly do too some days I just wake up and I'll feel like oh my god what is happening in the world this is crazy but it's again shifting back into that state of going okay, but how can I make the best of this right now? And what can I learn from this current situation? Yes, yes, so true, so true. And that reminded me of something that you had also posted on your stories the other day, which was about this idea of how we're all kind of going through this collective grief because we have to shift the structure of our life. We have to shift this mindset of how we approach everything. And that really resonated with me because I'm definitely feeling that in my life, the grief of not being able to see my family, not really being able to get out of the house past like a certain point. Um, And I think that we're all feeling that to a degree and allowing, bringing that idea of surrender back into our lives is such a powerful way to like, it's almost like taking back control by not controlling it, which like sounds, it's like, it doesn't sound like it makes sense, but at the same time, I feel like that that feels to me like what's happening. What do you think? Yeah, I totally agree with that. It is definitely like, I don't know, it, it's definitely kind of weird to wrap your brain around that, but it really is so true because we're learning not to control our outside circumstances, but in turn, we're learning how to control our emotions and our reactions and the way that we process things. So it's like transmuting that control or that need to control that urge into something that is more beneficial and that'll leave us less disappointed in life. Yes. Oh, that was so well put. That like sums up exactly what I was trying to say, but like in a way more clear way. (laughs) I love that. Um, Yes. I love that. So what are some ways that we can like start accessing that surrender like one of the things was like making a schedule but allowing ourselves to go with what we think do you have any other recommendations for ways we can access this like surrender state within our lives right now and kind of ease our way into it if it feels kind of overwhelming yeah I think the first thing is asking yourself this question and this is something that I have been doing with myself and with my friends and the people in my life is how can I make the best of this situation right now recognizing that you can be upset, you can be frustrated, you can cry, you can yell, and by all means, do those things and get out those emotions. But all of that is not going to change the present situation. It's not going to eradicate this disease from the world. It's not going to make things magically better. So how can you work with what you have and make the absolute best of it and control that? 
So for me, that has been diving into creating as much as I possibly can and making as much work as I possibly can and finishing all the projects that I've started and just haven't had time to finish. And for me, that's kind of like been a blessing. Like, oh my God, I have all this time to not be distracted and to just get things done that I've wanted to get done. And that's been really great. For some people, it's like, oh my God, I have time to play through the new Animal Crossing game. And it's like, that's all I can do. That's my partner there. (laughs) I mean, not to lie, that's definitely a part of me too, is like taking breaks to like go do that. But um, it's finding ways to make the best of your situation, even if it's not ideal, but getting the most out of it so that you can allow yourself to not feel jaded by the situation because it's really easy to and I'm speaking from personal experience it's really easy to feel angry it's really easy to be like well why is the universe doing this to me this isn't okay I had all these things and now they're gone and by all means allow yourself the space to mourn those things but also realize like maybe this is happening for you so you can create the space for something bigger and better and Maybe you can't see it right now, and maybe that bigger and better is just finding a new passion or, you know, channeling your energy through something else, but I think that there's a certain beauty in that, so, like, when we can see that, I think that's how we can make the most of the state of surrender and really learn to ease into this current state of the world as it is. Yes, I love that. I love that term, like it happening for you instead of to you, which I think is something that's been so powerful that I've heard a few times recently that really struck me. It's that it's true, like everything that happens in our life happens for us, even if it doesn't make sense. Like even if we can't see that now, later on in the future, like we'll be able to. And I was just thinking about it in my own life and I was thinking back and I was like, how many things did I feel like felt like the end of the world or felt like something terrible was happening and I didn't understand why it was happening to me or my family and looking back and realizing now like what a blessing or a gift like came out of it like how how it felt so terrible in the moment and looking back it ended up being something very special and something that kind of brought us more together and and I encourage all everyone who's listening to do that as well to like look back in those moments of your life that maybe you felt very similar, like you lost control or you didn't know what to do and look back and realize how you got through that, just like we're going to get through this. And it left kind of like a gift or an imprint in your journey that was meant to be there, even if it didn't look like that in the moment. Oh, a hundred percent. And there's this like really cheesy saying that's like you've survived all of your worst days and it's it's really corny but it's also like kind of true in the fact that like everything you thought was like the end or you thought would it be that one cataclysmic thing that would just destroy everything or whatever um you survived that and you moved on and you probably had a lot of really good days after it and a lot of really good things that happened so it's like this is just one period and it's kind of great that like we're all in this together because there's so much connection and so much love and so much understanding that's coming out of it too so you know I think we'll all emerge on the other side of this a lot stronger and a lot more connected and feeling a lot better probably than before this started yeah I think so too I think that has opened up so many doors for connection that like I hadn't like seen before like on social media on the internet like everyone's kind of coming together and helping each other and like supporting each other and even like I had been thinking of doing this podcast for so long and as soon as this turned out I was like what am I really craving and I was craving that connection with people and being able to talk to people and I was like now's the perfect time to do this like not only for anybody who's listening and is craving that connection and that conversation, but also like for myself, like I was craving that. I was like, who do I want to have these deep conversations with right now? And it felt like the perfect time to be able to open that door because it's like this new era of connection. And have you noticed that through like your social media or through your platforms? Have they felt more, um, like have you felt more connected through all of it as well? I have. People have been way more engaged. People have been way more active. And I recognize, too, that there's a part of people, A, craving the connection, and B, 
and I, I don't want this to come off the way that sounds, but I think also there's finally a time where people are craving the work that I put out more so than ever. And so there's this kind of draw to it. So for me, there's this responsibility of, I want to show up and meet people where they're at. And if that means, you know, working all day, every day, 10 hours a day, creating content and building things up, then so be it. Like, this is what I've wanted. And so I feel the community being stronger than ever and the response being more profound than ever because people are recognizing that in this time of quarantine and solitude, what they have is the ability to turn inwards within themselves. And in turn, that helps them to project more love and light outwards towards their communities. So it's been this really interesting kind of shift in the way that things have been run and I'm really excited about it and excited to see that this that the community has shifted in this way and I hope that it stays beyond this yeah I do too and I I totally get with your what you're saying and I think that like I and all of our listeners would also love to hear what you've been creating and what you have coming out and before we get into that I just want to do like kind of like a, a quick side note that popped into my head that also sounds kind of cliche but I feel like there was this time, and I was really young during this, but like in 2012, when everyone thought the world was coming to an end, like, I know like people were like stockpiling for like the apocalypse happening. And then I remember like, what was the day? It was like December 31st was like the end. Yeah, it was like some some weird day was like the end of the world. And I remember us like waking up that morning and being like, well, we survived. (laughs) Nothing, we're okay. And I remember it just being like this whole like this like very dramatic lead up to that day and like all the movie apocalyptic movies were coming out and I feel like this is starting to turn into that like idea of an apocalypse and just thinking back I've like our society's had that scare in the past and we got through it. It wasn't a disease it was all like in our minds and in calendars but it's like it had the same fear response to a smaller degree. Um that we're going through now that like life-threatening we may not live beyond this day and we lived so if anyone freaked out during the 2012 thing be- remember how you felt when you got past that day <laughs> and bring that into now <laughs> when you said that i was thinking of that stupid 2012 movie that came out and now i'm like oh god can you imagine the covid movies that are gonna come out after this <laughs> i <laughs> i hadn't even thought of that i like and I feel like so many TV shows are like apocalyptic TV shows right now. So all they need is that like one little nudge of having this plot line of being like COVID, <laughs> like using COVID-19. Oh, wow. Next year's going to be interesting. Oh, God. It's going to be so weird. <laughs> yes, definitely. But so what are you creating recently? What, what has been um, coming up for you? Yeah, so kind of along the lines of meeting people where they are and trying to serve them, I've been trying to put out as much accessible content as I can during this time. So actually yesterday I launched my online shop and my online shop is full of different freebies right now. So it has two guides up. I'm hosting a free community breath work tomorrow, actually. And so I'm going to be doing that periodically, hopefully every other week. And so these have been super exciting to launch because there are different guides that I feel like will help people to make the most of their businesses or their spirituality or their creativity during this time. And so I've been working on, got so much more of this type of content to throw up in that online shop to kind of give people a database of different things that they have for free that extend beyond just like an Instagram story or an Instagram post. Um, I've been putting up free meditation and breathwork classes on IGTV, which has been really fun. And then I announced this the other day, and I wasn't planning on doing it, but just kind of followed that intuitive nudge. So since January, I have been working on launching my first online course. And so this is a beginner's guide to meditation course. And so I'm currently finishing that up. And so right now it's like a 45 page ebook it's gonna have like five guided meditations it's gonna have live video calls a facebook group monthly q a's like it's gonna be like a huge package 
So currently pouring my energy into that. I'm not sure when it's going to be out, but I'm hoping probably this summer. So we'll see. But those are kind of like the creative ventures that I'm really putting my effort into right now. That sounds amazing. I feel like so many people are going to jump on that course because as I feel like meditation is this like such a beautiful open practice that has so many different ways that you can approach it. And yeah, I know even from my own experience, it seemed so inaccessible when I first heard about it. Like my own meditation journey was my partner. Like I used to have really bad panic attacks and my partner every time would be like, you need to meditate. You need to meditate. In the back of my head, I was like, I don't need to meditate. I don't know what that is. I don't even know what that entails. And at that point, my only vision of meditation was like saying om. And I was like, I don't know what this is. And then um, I actually took a stress management class in college that had us do a meditation after doing a five minute guided meditation. It was like a breathing meditation. I was hooked. And I was like, this is so amazing. This is what I want to do. This is what I need to do. Um, and I became a meditation teacher from it. And now I know like how open and how extensive this practice can be. So I feel like so many people are going to jump on this course that like helps make that more accessible. And did you have any thoughts on like meditation and how it can be accessible to people who have never tried it before or really heard about it? Totally. So before I get into that, I totally want to like jump on what you were saying. And yeah, the one question I want to say that like I get asked more than anything on Instagram is, how do I start meditating? And I'm like, oh my God, there's not enough hours in the day for me to even remotely explain like how to begin a practice. There's so much. And I actually, there's four chapters in the ebook and there's one that's called, uh, chapter two is energy medicine and healing. And in that one, I have a specific subsection where I talk all about um, meditation for anxiety and for panic attacks and how to use it as a tool for that. So I absolutely love that because that was part of the reason I started meditating too was for anxiety and to help ease all of that too because it's so common and it's kind of amazing how when we just connect within ourselves we can totally find peace for those anxious moments yeah it's so it's so beautiful I completely have the same experience it's like that will, that's what will calm me down is meditating if I've been feeling anxious for a few days like as soon as I sit down and I take like five or 10 minutes to just be still and turn in, it's like a whole veil has lifted off my shoulders. It's so amazing how powerful it can be once you kind of get into that practice and once you start tapping into how it affects you uniquely and like what works for you. Yeah, so in terms of like accessible meditation and how to get into it if you've never done it. Well, the great thing is meditation is a totally free tool that requires no equipment and any single person, regardless of their race, their gender, their socioeconomic status, can meditate. All you have to do is be able to breathe, and if you're alive right now, you can meditate. I promise you that. So I have some free guided meditations on my IGTV, which I have to plug just because. Yes, um, yes. <laughs> those are practices that are great for beginners or people of all levels, and those are completely free and will be up there forever. So anyone can check those out. Um, but I recommend just trying a bunch of different things until you find a practice that works for you. So for example, if you go on YouTube and look up guided meditations, you will find hundreds of thousands of them. I really like the Abraham Hicks ones. Gabby Bernstein has some really good ones, and she has some great ones on Spotify too. So if you're a Spotify user, you can also find those. So try and guided meditations first, and just when you sit down and decide you want to meditate, just find a comfortable position whether it's seated, whether it's lying down, just close your eyes, turn on the guided meditation, and just breathe as you listen to it and absorb it. And if you find like, whoa, guided meditations are not my thing, cool, and try some meditation music. There's free meditation music on YouTube, on Spotify, on iTunes, whatever. Um, and if you find that that's still distracting, then just sit down or lay down, close your eyes, and just breathe. And just do that. You can set a timer or do it until you feel better. And if you do it just a little bit every day, that's how the practice gets easier. And you'll start to find what works for you. You'll find like, oh, I really like this or I don't like this. And meditation practices can be so personal. So I just recommend trying everything out and seeing what really works for you. 
Yeah, I completely agree. And also for those people who have a hard time sitting really still, also know that you can always do like a walking meditation. Like you can do things where you're also moving. Like I know my experience is I, I, my, me personally, I'm not a huge fan of walking meditations. I really like just sitting and being still and breathing or doing like a mantra. Um, but my partner is the opposite. He like can't sit still. It like just bugs him. <laughs> so he does better with things that involve motion. That's like either doing yoga or doing like a walking meditation, like something that doesn't, he doesn't need to be like sitting, like his body like just needs to move. So know too that like there's, you can be doing it while moving or while seated. Like there, there's those options. So if you feel like you just like can't handle sitting still that long, like first you could try sitting still for a shorter amount of time and building yourself up. Like Hannah said, like just building that practice every single day and also know that you can get up and move while doing it too. And that's totally okay. Or there's also shower meditation. You can meditate. Ooh. I love my favorite thing, and I don't do this every day, but I love meditating in the bath. I love, like, drawing, like, a bubble bath and just, like, sitting in there and just allowing, like, the warm water to relax me and really breathe into that. So if you're a person that really likes water, that can be a great alternative, too, where you're not just sitting still. There's something active going on around you or you're showering, but you're still getting the same meditation, too. I love that. I love that. And it's even, I remember when I was doing my meditation training, one of the things was like doing an eating meditation. And it was like, it was like, just like really being mindful and enjoying the, the act of eating and just like really paying attention, like eating slowly, paying attention, how, it, whatever it is feels in your mouth, like how does it taste? There's like so many options <laughs> when it comes to meditating. It's so expansive and beautiful of a practice and I think that that's something that a lot of times people coming into it don't realize that there's no like one way to meditate there's like so many ways you can try yeah you can really meditate doing anything really anything like people say playing an instrument is meditative my boyfriend's a musician he's like playing guitar is the most meditative thing and I'm like that's awesome if that is where you get your peace because I feel like Meditation isn't so much of a practice. It is, but it's more of a lifestyle and a state of being. It's a state of being inwards and connecting to the breath and allowing everything else to just kind of dissipate. When you are just intensive in your focus, whether it's on your breath or say your instrument or your walking or whatever, that is when you're in meditation. So you can do meditation through painting and art. You can do it music you can do it through reading or writing I feel like it can really be done anyway oh I love that I love that I feel like that's so powerful and just like having that realization is so powerful and I think that that makes it that already just like that statement there makes it so much more accessible to anyone who wants to come in and try it it's just like knowing that anything that that it is it's like um it's like a lifestyle it's like a how you're being it's not just a practice and it can incorporate into so many different areas of your life and it can be so uniquely tailored to you which is so beautiful yeah there's so many different ways of doing it which kind of goes back to like my previous advice which is just like try everything out when I was first starting to meditate I tried literally everything I tried sound baths I tried guided meditations I tried walking meditations like just do it all and eventually you'll find what works for you and what you like yeah yeah I love that I feel like it's so similar um like to everything like you like a lot of times if you're trying a new product like you might need to buy a few until you find the one that works for you if you're trying a meal probably the first time you're trying something it may not be like your favorite dish ever. And then you try a few more and then you find like your favorite thing that just resonates with you. It's like, it, it's such a reflection of life in general, like finding that meditation that works for you. What's your favorite? Just out of curiosity. Okay, I'm so boring. I don't like music. I don't like guided meditations. I like to just sit on the floor with a timer on and just meditate. I'm like the most boring meditator <laughs> Because that's what I like doing. But I like doing a lot of vis visualization work when I meditate. So I primarily use my meditations for any type of manifestation. So whether it's something that I physically want or just an emotion I want to feel, 
I begin to tap into my meditation by bringing what I want to my mind and then I see it play out like a movie and so it's almost like I'm breathing and watching that movie and unfold and whether that's you know the way I want something to be or something to manifest tangibly or whether I want this feeling to feel in my body it's how I um, just kind of bring these to life and then I come out of my meditation when I feel done Oh, I love that. I love that. Also, for anybody um, who's listening, can you explain a bit what manifestation is and what manifesting is? Yeah, totally. So manifesting is the idea that our thoughts have power. So to kind of break it down, like everything is energy. Your energy, I'm energy. This computer that I'm sitting at is energy. Everything around us is energy. And so our thoughts also have energy. So when the the energy of our thoughts and our being, so our energetic state, our feelings, can align with the energy of that which we desire, then we are attracted to it and we bring it into our life or we manifest it into our life. Kind of like like attracts like or like magnets are pulled towards each other. That's how it works. And so you can manifest anything in the world from a free cup of coffee to a parking spot to your dream job to you know a lover like literally anything in the world you can manifest and it really can be as simple as just a having the thought b believing that you deserve it and that it can happen for you because you have to believe it before you'll see it um then just letting it go and surrendering to it. Like we talked about earlier, just being in that state of surrendering, not letting its presence or absence like dictate your mood, just letting it be and trusting that it'll come, surrendering to the timing, trusting that it'll happen when it's supposed to, and then receiving it, allowing yourself to be in that state of deserving it, of knowing it's yours, and then letting it come to you. And you can manifest instantly, or it can take years. And it really just depends on your ability to completely surrender and also the timing of as then not to go off on a total tangent but I get messages from people all the time saying oh my god Hannah I've done all the work I've done the meditations I've done the healing I've believed I could have it but it's been years and it's still not here why isn't it here and I've gone through this myself too of being like oh my god it's been so long why is this thing not here but sometimes we have to go through certain things and live life in certain ways before we're able to be in a state that we're ready to have what we desire. So sometimes it can take longer and that's okay, but that's where you just kind of have to trust in divine timing, surrender to the process and know that when it finally does happen, you will look back and you will see why it couldn't have come at any other time and why the timing is absolutely perfect now. Oh, that's so beautiful. That was so beautifully put. And it also reminded me of, I, my mother used to tell me this when I was little, that was like, um, you're never given too much at any time. Like you are never given more than you can handle. So like when people feel really overwhelmed, they can also think of that idea of how like whatever is happening in their life right now, they're never given more than they can handle in that moment. I feel like that goes so perfect with the divine timing too, is that everything is so perfectly timed and you're receiving things at the time when they're, you're meant to receive them and when you can handle them and that you know whatever's coming to you whenever you're receiving, you're able to handle it in this moment, like you're ready to receive it. Um, as long as your gut tells you, like as long as your intuition is like, this is the right thing for me right now. Um, but I think that that's just such a beautiful idea of like surrendering to that universal timing and allowing things to happen as they're meant to happen. And I love that our conversation just made like a full swing right back to the idea of surrender. That was so much fun to like listen to and to think about. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, it it is beautiful how it all tied back together. And it's really true because so many people and myself included, I'm totally guilty of this, try to control their manifestation but you often just get left feeling upset and feeling frustrated. But when you can just surrender and know that like, when you feel something, it's true. And when you know something within your intuition, your higher self, 
it will be, but you just got to trust that it's going to come together better than you think because you can only see so much of the picture, but the universe can see so much more. And so you just got to lean into that and be like, you know what? I'm going to live my life. I'm going to do the best I can right now. And when that thing comes, I'm going to trust that it's going to be great. But in the meantime, I'm not going to worry about it because that's not my job. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I love that. And do you have any like experience like personally where, um, you were, you manifested something like, do you have something special to you that manifested into your life after putting that intention out into the universe? Oh my gosh. I have so many stories, but one that I love to tell is at the end of, I want to say 20, 2016, 2016. Um, I had this idea and I was like, I want to start a clothing line. I want to have an ethical and sustainable clothing line. I've always loved fashion my whole life. Um, I like to say that the way my family talks about fashion is the way most families talk about sports. They're really into it. And so I'd always had that kind of love for it. And I was like, I want to do a clothing line, but I'd want it to be ethically made in the USA. I would want it to be using sustainable dyes and fabrics and practices. I would want it to be inclusive, um, offering a wide range of sizes, and I won't do it for, I won't do a clothing line that doesn't have those things. So I had spent a day, I had like planned it all out, I'd priced it out, and I was like, we can do a Kickstarter and uh, raise this much money to be able to work with this factory, and then I secured the Instagram handle and the email, and I remember I was telling my mom about it, and she was like, I think we should just wait a little bit. And I was like so bummed out. I was like, but but I have this idea. And she's like, I think you should just sit on it and wait. And I was like, okay. So I kind of put it to the side, but I knew that's what I wanted to do. Then a month later, I was hanging out with my friend and I never check my phone when I'm with my friends. I'm very deliberate about that. But something told me to check my email. So I checked my email and I got an email from this woman who totally cold emailed me out of the blue and she was like hi my name is so-and-so I run a clothing manufacturing in Arizona we specialize in making sustainable ethical clothing and we would love to do a collection with you and it was every single thing I had wanted and the best part is was I didn't have to invest any money into it I didn't have to do that kickstarter and raise all the money and try to get things going it just happened and we ended up doing three collection launches and they were super successful that year and so it ended up being exactly what I wanted but in such a better way that like I couldn't have asked for it to be better and so it manifested perfectly it didn't happen at the time I wanted it to but I just put it aside and a month later like it manifested perfectly and so that to me was a prime example of like, oh my God, this stuff works. Like, this is crazy. Like how did this random woman just email me out of nowhere with this whole thing that fit exactly what I wanted? It was crazy. Um, but yeah, the universe works in weird and mysterious ways. And trust me, nothing is too crazy to manifest. <laughs> that was such an amazing story. <laughs> like that is so crazy. Like that's, such a beautiful manifestation and how that came about that's so amazing I was like sitting here with like my jaw open being like what (laughs) bananas and I still look back on it three years later and I'm like how did that even happen and there's been so many instances in my life where I have been like how is this happening around me like what is going on how did I get here but it's really like the moment where you see that faith and that deliberate intention, all the work that you do come to life and you realize that like, God, like if I can do this, anybody can. And imagine if everyone knew that this power existed within them, imagine how beautiful this world would be. Oh, that's... Ah, I wish everyone knew that they could truly do this and believed that they could do this. Yes. Oh, I love that. And everyone listening, know that you can do this. Like this is, you have this power too. I have a, I have a manifesting story too, where 
I was stressing so much about what kind of training I wanted. It was when I first started being like a womb wisdom guide and getting into menstruality and all of that. And I was like really stressing. I was like, do I want to get like a health coaching certification? Do I want to go into nutrition? I was like, what? There's so many different angles that I could have approached the, my business from. And I was like laying there in bed, stressing so badly. And then all of a sudden I felt so calm and I was like, yoga, that's what I need to be pursuing. I was like, I had already had my meditation teacher certification. It just felt like such the right next step. And it just like felt so calm thinking about that. I was like, oh, like, why was I stressing and trying to force all these other things? Like that answer just feels so right. Like I meant to go get my yoga teacher training and to welcome that practice into being a womb wisdom guide. And the next day I was like searching all the yoga teacher trainings I could find, none of which worked with my work schedule because I primarily was like working on weekends part-time and all the yoga teacher trainings are like on Saturdays all day, which was like, I worked Fridays and Saturdays. And um, I was like, searching all these things. The only thing that looked like it might be able to work was like going to Thailand for like a month and like just taking like a month off of work. I was like, I, that's easier than taking every single Saturday off. And, but I was like, but you know, like I'm going to surrender this to the universe, let it happen. I wrote it all down in my journal. I wrote down what I wanted and I was like, I'm just going to not worry about this anymore. Like the right thing's going to come to me. I'm going to try this manifestation thing and just surrender it. And I like physically was sitting there and I was like, I surrender this to the universe. And then like two weeks later, I think it was two weeks later, this couple that I follow on Instagram, the yoga couple, they announced, and like, I loved them. Like I loved everything that they teach. They were people that I really followed and they announced that they were doing, oh, okay. And also while I was meditating, this word like energy healer kept coming into my head like over and over again. And I didn't even know what that was. I was like, what is energy healer? And I was like, okay, I'll just like put this on the side. Like it just kept popping in. And then, so two weeks later, they announced that they were doing a hybrid online and then 10 days in Hawaii yoga teacher training. That was not only a yoga teacher training, it was also an energy healer training. And I, I remember like listening to it. And I was like, this is a sign. This is exactly what I wanted. I can do this. Half of it's online. And then the other half, I can take off like a weekend of work to do 10 days in Hawaii. And, um, and I was like, and this word energy healer is so perfect. It like came up and all of it was so great. And I was like, this is exactly what was meant to happen. And it was such a beautiful experience watching that and just like surrendering the fact that nothing around me was working and then something that worked kind of popped into my life. It was so amazing. It was so beautiful. It's such a cool experience. Wow. That is incredible. That is such a cool story. That is amazing. Yeah, it was so cool. So yeah, everyone listening, know that like this is not like something that only a few people can do. This is like something that anybody can do as long as you align your vibration with what it is that you want to receive and allow it to come to you at the right time. This is this is open to you, whoever is listening right now, to also do and to get all of those things in your life that you feel are you're meant to receive. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's like meditation. It's a tool available to anyone. Anybody can do this. You don't have to have anything outside of yourself to do it. And yeah, it actually works. Like th that's just what I tell people. It's like, this stuff works. It really does. And you just got to try it. Try something little like a parking spot or like a free cup of coffee or something like that. And then just work your way up to other things. And trust me, you will be a believer before you know it. Yes. Oh, I love that. I love that. And do you have any like final thoughts or like anything that you want to leave our listeners with at the end of this podcast? Oh, gosh, I guess like, just given the current situation and everything that's going on, just remember that this is a beautiful opportunity to go for that dream that you've always had. If you were sitting at home and you were bored and you were like, God, like, what can I do during this time? What is that dream that you've had? And what is the action you can take right now to move towards it? Is it building that website? Is it sending that email? Is it, you know, taking that course? Whatever it is, do that action today 
and set your intention for it and let this be a period where you allow your dreams and all the things you've wanted to do to flourish if you're in a position where you can do that. I think that this is a beautiful time for creation and I think that's really what the universe is trying to give us during this time. I love that. That was so beautiful. And if anybody wants to reach out to you, what's the best media for them to reach out to you on? Yeah, so I am on all social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, YouTube, at The Road to Hana. You can also check out my website at theroadtohana.com. Send me a message, chat with me. I would love to talk to you. Awesome, and I'll put all of that in the show notes so anyone listening, you can easily find um, all of Hana's platforms. And yeah, this has been so amazing. This was such a beautiful conversation. I feel like so much like wisdom came out during this and so much like beauty and enlightenment on our current situation, how we can use it for us instead of feeling like it's happening to us, which I think is so powerful and just surrendering. I love that that was like a constant theme. Me too. This has been really incredible. Thank you so much for having me on. It's really been such a pleasure and this has been so much fun. Thank you so much for being here and thank you everyone who's listening for sharing our energy with us and for being present and holding the space for yourself to really dive into how you can use this time and surrender to the universe. Thank you everybody and I can't wait to talk to you guys next time. Bye! Thank you for listening to the Empowering the Light podcast. If you loved this episode, please share it so that we can spread this light and empowerment to more people. I also want to invite you to join my free Divine Feminine community. Within this community, you will receive exclusive content and updates via email, be invited to my free virtual moon circles every month, which are so much fun, by the way, and you'll have access to our private Facebook group that is always being updated with more content and conversation. You can find the link to join on my website, liliageston.com, spelled L-I-L-I-A-G-E-S-T-S-O-N.com. I can't wait for you to listen to more episodes and would love to know what you want to hear next. Feel free to DM me on Instagram at lilia underscore geston or email me at lgeston at gmail.com so that we can bring you the content that inspires your true autonomy. Mm-hmm.